But at the end of the day, nothing we say, nothing we listen to, nothing we post is going to be what when we look back on is going to have actually done anything. That will be what we were making time with. Those are the prayers we were reciting before we went to war. That's why I joined the uh, Communist Party of Canada. Hell yes. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly why, because I get to participate in, uh, you know, something on a very localized, small level that feels communal and good. Yes. You know, it feels like it is doing something beyond post. I love to fucking post. Uh, I love to do this show and I love posting and it is a way for me to not go completely insane. But uh, we'll say that I did. Yeah, my, 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 my real hope, and I do think that a lot of it's going to come down to how this shakes up, is that like as these crises emerge, that the structures that people have used to sort of reinforce their political activism, organizations, basically, volunteer organizations, uh, as opposed to labor unions, volunteer organizations, where it's people, it's like, I don't have a particular axis of class oppression that I can organize around. I am not, like, I, I don't have that relationship. So how can I participate? And orgs take a lot of that energy. It also takes energy of people who are materially class oppressed, who also want to effectively do things outside of uh, workplace organizing, because you know you can't do that all the time. There's other time in the day that you're going to spend doing things, right? Are you going to entertain yourself or are you going to do something? And that's doing something. And um, But because it's people who are doing it basically as a reinforcement of you know, their political values, prayer, are they going to be able to know where their loyalties really lie as conditions change, right? Like, is my loyalty to this organization? Or if it's insisting on, say, like culture war shibboleths being adhered to, like, okay, oh, here's an emergent actual labor conflict happening, right? How much demand is there that the culture war language that we use to allow ourselves to identify each other in the alienated space uh, of uh, like the modern consumer subject, that's how we all recognize each other, and we have that's how we organize one another. But in a context of say a labor strike or a labor action, most of its most of those questions are going to be irrelevant. They will only be brought to them from the outside. They're not going to emerge organically from the uh, action itself. Or if they are, they could be processed by the deliberative mechanisms within the body. It doesn't have to be hashed out on Twitter. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't have to be uh, uh, people making, because here's my big problem with uh, political uh, media, is that it makes, the, the job is to hone your mind into a perfect ideological weapon, right? You know, Abe Lincoln said, if I have eight hours to cut down a tree, I'm going to spend four hours sharpening my axe. And so that means, you know, you are engaging in political discussion, debate, theorizing, because that means that gives you an understanding of what's happening around you. Uh, but, you know, the map is not the fucking territory. Territory, And the things that you can all argue about, by definition, are not locally grounded. Because if they were, you couldn't ta all talk about them, right? Like, yeah. we have to talk about things in terms of not securing a material outcome, not digging a hole, not cutting a tree down, but building a theoretical, if I was doing it, I'd do this from an idealist point of view that has no contact with reality. And so, like, we think we're building, I've said this before, but we all go online and we think we're building a fucking ship. We think we're building an a, a eight-masted schooner to go across the fucking, uh, sail across the Atlantic to Utopia. But we're actually all building ships in bottles. And we all come to the fucking, uh, everybody runs, hey, everybody, let's go to the dock. Everybody gets there and they just smash their fucking bottles together. 
And it all just glass, just a pile of fucking sticks and glass. <laughs> and you worked so hard on that ship in the exactly. bottle, Matt. You, you, you were in the it's basement. Me your wife identity. was like, what the fuck are you doing down there? Come upstairs. It's dinner time. And you were like, no, just one more mast. Like my idea of the self involves if I'm a good sublimated liberal, which we all are, our idea of ourselves as as beings existentially includes a socially defined definition of being good. Right. This is the legacy of of the last dying gasp of Protestant theology. Right. In the in the in the totally materialized, uh, spiritually dead era that we live in. This is the last whisper of of uh, of old. Uh, Protestant spirituality uh, is that it's not enough to to have a good time. You can have you can have pleasures one degree or the other, depending on how you know how well screwed in your your bolts are, uh, how mu- how moderately you can live versus how ex- excessively you have to live to survive. Uh, you but you have to be a good person, and that's liberalism. That's po- social cultural liberalism that all of the left is part of. And that's that's where you have this crisis at the edge of the left among people who, when push comes to shove, are like, actually, I don't care about being a good person. You know, like, actually, fuck this. 